Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today I'm speaking with Blanca Ledesma, who is a nurse practitioner at the University of California, Los Angeles. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, I'm Blanca Ledesma. I'm a nurse practitioner here in Santa Monica, um, UCLA Outpatient Oncology. I've been a nurse practitioner for over 18 years, um, and my focus is thoracic malignancies. And I work with both, you know, the clinical research and with the standard of care patients. And um, yeah, that's a little bit of what I do. Great. Thank you. Uh, so by for background, uh, based on your presentation, what are the therapeutically actionable biomarkers in lung cancer at the moment? Well, at the moment, uh, we have uh, a lot more than we did um, for years back when I first started, which is an exciting time. We have EGFR, we have ALK, ROS1, BRAF, Entrac, RET, uh, MED14, Exxon, Skipping, KROS, and then the HER2. Great. Uh, so what are the biomarkers that are currently being studied and how do you think the, the field is going to evolve in the coming years? So it's constantly evolving, which is, you know, the beauty of doing the clinical research. We always want to provide patients with newer therapeutic options and make it more of a precision medicine to the individual tailored um, disease um, for each um, patient. And so the new um, markers that are being um, studied or evaluated is STK11, CAPE1, uh, which could be a predictor of um, how patients will respond to immunotherapy, as well as HLA, um, that can also be a predictor of um, outcomes to um, immunotherapy. Uh, another uh, marker is the NRG1 um, fusion. Uh, which is another um, potential actionable uh, fusion that uh, hopefully in the near future with more research that can be um, actionable. Great. Uh, so with all these new biomarkers, uh, the current, the ones that are currently used as well as the new ones, what are the clinical applications for nursing practice? There's a lot of applications in, in nursing. Um, so the applications are knowing uh, the uh, therapeutic treatments to those particular actionable mutations, knowing the potential toxicities. Um, nurses will potentially see these patients, whether it's an infusion and helping manage the toxicities uh, with infusional supportive treatments, or they may be doing um, the uh, phone calls and helping manage these patients, triaging these patients, nurse navigators, um, helping with the symptom management of these patients. So Symptoms, a lot of these symptoms, it's going to be really important to know the, the oral therapeutic treatments or the infusional therapeutic treatments that are given directed to these individual um, actionable um, mutations. So, so we need to know what the potential toxicities are and how to recognize them and how to manage them. Definitely. Um, so is there anything else you'd like to share about this topic? It, you know, just that it's such an exciting time that now we have all these actionable treatments that are directed to the individual disease that we get to provide patients with more therapeutic treatments and that it's, you know, precision medicine to the individual um, disease, um, to the tumor itself, to the individual patient, that it's not one size fits all. So it's just such an exciting time that we have, you know, that we can provide patients with more uh, treatment options and, and again, more directed to the individual. Definitely. It's very exciting. So thank you so much for explaining all of this. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Oncology Data Advisor. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. In addition to our podcast, the Oncology Data Advisor site features expert perspectives and news stories on the latest in cancer research and treatments, all found at oncdata.com.